You're listening to another episode of the Just Go Bike Podcast. That's AKA Murph. And that's AP. And this is the podcast where we talk about cycling just for the fun of it. With tales from all over the nation, come for the bikes, stay for the fun, and leave with a smile. Well, Murph, there are announcements tomorrow. I know. I cannot believe tomorrow is the day. It's the day. It's the day when we spill the beans. Everyone's going to know the secret. Where are we going on Ragbri in 2022? Yeah, yeah. And I would assume everyone listening knows what the route announcement party is all about. But should we give like a just a short synopsis on what exactly happens there? Sure. Well, in a nutshell, we do announce the route for the Ragbri ride of the, this year. So we're going to say town A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Oh, I got I almost thought you were going to tell us right there. Oh, and I almost did. No, just kidding. That's why they don't tell me. <laughs> I mean, even my dentist asked me the other day, so where's the route? And I'm like, believe me, I would tell you. <laughs> but the interesting thing, you know, somebody, uh, I'm somebody who rides Ragbri. You're somebody who works for Ragbri. Um, why do you think the route gets announced so like five plus months ahead of time? Well, for us, it's really the kickoff of the 2022 cycling season. Mm -hmm. And it's just a nice way to gather. It's the middle of the winter. It's freezing cold. It's just fun to think about bikes this time of year. Um, It also goes in coordination with Mark Wyatt slash the Iowa Bicycle Coalition's Iowa Bike Expo and the Iowa Bike Summit. So it's just a whole conglomeration of cycling events and why not the winter time when we're not doing anything else? Right. Except thinking about biking. Except thinking about biking and wishing <laughs> I was doing that. <laughs> and I would also assume, you know, I know you guys all work all year round. So there's probably all kinds of things happening behind the scenes. But you got to announce the right route to the public so that you guys can really get to work on getting all those towns pumped up and figuring out all of their logistics and I don't know. I just, I know how much goes into this ride and I can assume that that's part of the deal this early. Yeah. And in fact, this year we're going to announce the route on Friday and then on Saturday, we're going to have meetings with all eight overnight towns. Oh, wow. And start, we're going to, the team is going to meet the town representatives and we're going to start talking Turkey and just trying to get them, you know, there's not a lot that they have to do right now, but pretty soon they're going to have to do a lot. Right. So now's the time to get their committees set up and start thinking about what their theme might be and maybe even thinking about what their entertainment might be. So just time to start. Like us, they're not doing as many events this time of year either, probably. So it's a good time to get the ball rolling. Sure, yeah. And I saw online that there are some really, really fabulous prizes for people who attend the route party. Do you want to give us the lowdown? I sure do. Yeah, we came up with this idea because, I mean, we just wanted to make it a little more fun, do something exciting before the 50th, get people really into the round announcement. Yeah. So we have a package of four different prizes, and they're for people who attend in person only. So you got to be there to claim your prize because they're that awesome. So first prize, the full kit, you get a Ragbri 2022 kit, which is pretty darn cool. And then you'll also... in like with that, you'll get sneak peeks as to the new merch and early access to all the new merch. Ooh. So I know. So that's the looking good kit. 
Then the feeling good kit is the beer ticket um, prize <laughs> where you'll get a punch card of 20 punches and different beer vendors along the route will give you a free beer for each punch. Are you kidding so, me? I am not kidding you. So wow. just a, a pretty cool way to enjoy your beverages on Rag Bright. Now, I hope the person who wins that prize likes beer. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do know a lot of those um, whatever you call them, vendors that are along the route, like some of them have root beer or other non-alcoholic choices. Well, sure. And it's also a great way to make friends. Oh, There's yeah. I'm saying that you couldn't just go up to this beer vendor and use all 20 punches at once. Wow. And give them out to your team. Yeah. Uh, I know the Iowa Beer Bus is going to be participating in this, but we're hoping to get a couple more beer vendors on board just so that you're you're sure you see them every day or whenever you choose yeah. to use your pass. Cool. Okay. So that's two. Number three is the VIP experience, which includes uh, hotel rooms. What? What everybody's favorite comfort on Ragbri are one of many favorite comforts on Ragbri, hotel rooms and luggage service by Kate Wyatt. Wow. So I know. And if you don't know Kate, you will. <laughs> <laughs> She's our hotel coordinator for the ride, and she does an awesome job. Um, but just it's all it's for you only, or I think you only. Um, but you get your hotels. Dang. Okay. So that's pretty cool. And then last but not least, the Karis package, and this one was really great in celebration of John Karis, our co-founder, who mm -hmm. we're celebrating all year this year on the ride. The Karis package is free week-long wristbands for life. I mean, Whoa. come now, on. Am, am I eligible for any of these prizes? No. Oh, man. <laughs> okay, well, uh, I do think I will be helping announce these winners tomorrow night. And so I'll have to make sure I like maybe take a picture of them, each of the people. So then when I see them on the route, I can be like, hey, do you have any beer tickets left? Or oh, yeah. what hotel are you yeah. staying in tonight? <laughs> I know. Well, and it's, I mean... Free wristbands for life. I mean, geez, Louise, we used to, we did something similar on the 40th for everyone who has ridden every rag bry. Oh. Um, and that's where we got the idea for that one. But I will say, if you don't have a ticket to the route announcement and you think, shoot, I want to go to get a chance at these prizes, yeah. we will sell tickets at the door. Oh, okay. And we also will sell additional raffle tickets for these prizes inside. Look for the Iowa Bicycle Coalition's 50-50 raffle booth. Cool. I know. Cool. Okay, so then let's just say that, you know, people can't get off work on Friday, um, but they're going to have a watch party in their own community. They can watch online. Is that true? That is extremely true. So it was $10, and then we thought, you know what? COVID's still a thing. We don't want people to be put out or not come because they, you know, we don't want people to come if they're not comfortable. So we made it right. free. Um, you're still the, all of the rag by route announcement is a fundraiser for the Iowa bicycle coalition. So if you feel like donating, we absolutely encourage that, but it is free to watch. And all you have to do is go to the rag by Facebook page or the Des Moines register Facebook page. It should be streaming live on both of those. Oh, okay. Uh, assuming all of our tech stuff goes correctly. And right. if not, I will be there messaging you on the <laughs> Facebook page to tell you what to do. <laughs> But it should it should all be fine. It should, it should just be right there at the top of the page. Cool, cool. And then, of course, we all know that the Bike Expo is Saturday, which is a free event to the public. And you can find out more information at... It's at iowabikeexpo.com, I believe. You can just Google Iowa Bike Expo and it will come right up. Okay. Okay, well, we let's get to our interview today, all right, AP? 
Alrighty. So we um, have a great interview. It is with Brian O'Leary, and he is the executive director for the Dream Team. And for those of you who maybe don't know what the Dream Team is, it is a super cool organization that kind of is connected with RAGBRAI. So Andrea, tell the listeners exactly what the Dream Team is. Okay. So the Dream Team is a five-month-long program, and it partners youth it with adult mentors to ride rag ride basically mm. and they learn like lots of life skills lots of how to have a really healthy interpersonal relationship um and just sort of like character building yeah um and so they if they ride all the way across the state during rag ride and they make it the whole way they get to keep the bike that they've been training on all year it is so, so cool. And uh, Brian O'Leary has been the executive director for quite a few years. And it's like the entire organization is all volunteer based. It's a nonprofit. And so he's on to talk all about the Dream Team. And they're celebrating their 25th anniversary this year. So he's got a little, a few things up his sleeve that he's going to uh, talk about. So should we get to it? Let's hear about Brian O'Leary. Yeah, you can't wait. All right. Well, on the podcast today, we have Brian O'Leary. Hey, Brian. Hey, Murph. It's good to be with you. Yeah, you too. So we connected, gosh, it's probably been almost a year ago on this very podcast to talk about this very same subject. Can you believe it's been a whole year? I can't believe a year has passed already, but I'm excited to be talking to you and your audience again. Yeah. So the topic is what's called the Dream Team. And this is an amazing group of people that do so many good things for youth and for, in my opinion, the future of cycling. So thank you for taking the time to come on the show. You're welcome. I love talking about the Dream Team. So any chance I get, I'm up for it. Excellent. So Brian, what exactly is the Dream Team? Well, our mission statement says the Dream Team uses the power of a bicycle to assist youth in developing a positive approach life's challenges. Mm. So um, we use a bike, um, but that's just a tool that we use to get into the lives of teenagers in central Iowa and mentor them. And we take about 40 teenagers and we train them for five months and we mentor them and coach them for five months. And then we take them on rag ride. And they don't need any money for it. The program's free and we provide all the equipment. And so it's just this really cool mentoring organization that happens to use a bicycle. Wow. So you're saying, I think you said 40 kids. So you recruit 40 kids and you say to them, you're going to work out for the next four or five months. You're going to work really hard. And then you get to do this fun thing called RAGBRAI. Is that what you're saying? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and we actually get kids to sign up. Isn't that kind of cool? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I would have loved to have that opportunity when I was a kid. Yeah, me too, yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, so you you mentioned Central Iowa. So give the listeners an idea of like where you're located and kind of how it all works. So we are we're based in Des Moines. And so we welcome youth from all over the Des Moines metropolitan area. Mm. Our trainings all happen downtown Des Moines. So basically, when we're recruiting youth, we tell them, if you can get downtown three times a week, 
then you could be part of this organization. We work out the Wellmark YMCA, mm -hmm. and then we launch all of our rides downtown from a warehouse that uh, Dot Dash Meredith has graciously let us use, mm -hmm. and that's near the trail along MLK Boulevard. So all of our rides launch from downtown. We go out in various locations around the city, and then we always return to downtown Des Moines. Wow. And you mentioned, you know, the goal as far as athletics go is to get to the point where these youth can ride RAGBRAI. But I know that there's a connection further back between the Dream Team and RAGBRAI. So can you give us a little bit of history? There's definitely a connection. So this organization started, the idea started back in 1996. Mm. The... Um, the director of RAGBRAI at the time, Jim Green, a.k.a. Greeny, yeah. um, very passionate about the state of Iowa, passionate about cycling, um, but he was also very passionate about youth. And he wanted to see more youth get involved in cycling. He wanted to help them get involved, especially those who didn't have the means to get involved. And so he and RAGBRAI and Forrest from Bike World, and they brought in the YMCA, and those groups got together and and talked about you know how can we help these youth get involved who otherwise wouldn't have the opportunity to experience the the sense of fellowship and accomplishment mm -hmm. and goal setting and all that comes with the ragbri experience um so those organizations got together and they started the dream team and our first ragbri was in 1997. wow so that was ragbri25 and since that year, we've been going every year, taking you know twenty to thirty youth. Sometimes it does get up to forty, um, maybe a bit higher than that. Um, but every year we've been going. The only exception is twenty twenty when school shut down in March. Uh, we mm -hmm. also ended the program that year, and there was no rag bri. Mm -hmm. So, um, if you're counting the number of rag bris, this year will be our twenty fifth. So it's our twenty fifth anniversary, and we're really excited about that. Awesome. And so I'm thinking back to nineteen ninety seven. Um, guessing, I don't even remember if cell phones were a thing in nineteen ninety seven, but. How did you keep track of 20 to 30 to maybe even 40 kids on RAGBRAI? Yeah, you know, that hasn't changed much from then until today because if you're on RAGBRAI, you know cell service isn't that great. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> so you are right, yes. Even with everyone having a cell phone on them, it's not something that we rely on. So on RAGBRAI, and it's the same with our training, we're not taking a you know, one solid group of 40 youth with adults out on a ride. We split up into smaller groups. Mm -hmm. They're assigned. You don't leave your group. So I'm going to be paired up with another adult. And the two of us are going to be responsible for, you know, four or five youth that are in our group. So we just have to keep an eye on them. And that's what we do during training. That's what we do on Rag Brian. So it's a lot easier to keep a smaller group together. Mm -hmm. It's easier when you have two adults, so maybe one will ride at the front of the pack, one will ride at the back, and you just keep that group together. You're always meeting up at each pass through town mm -hmm. and checking in, and and then and you never leave a town without your group being reunited. So you can get you can get spread out a little bit out on the road, but you always get reunited, and they come into the next overnight town as a group. So we've kind of perfected that over the years, and it's been working. 
for 25 years now. Yeah, and it definitely makes more sense if I'm responsible for four or five kids versus 40. So it makes sense. But that brings me to a great question. Uh, how how are you getting all of these adults? They certainly aren't the parents of all these kids. And we have already you know, figured out that you can't do this alone. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, yeah, we... We recruit adults to participate in the team as well. There's mm-hmm. such a huge part of what we do. And there's a, a wide range of adults that are a good fit because it does really take a village to get this done. Mm-hmm. Um, we're looking for adults who love kids first and foremost, have a passion for working with youth and want to help um, youth succeed. And we're also looking for you know, we want them to have some experience in, in cycling. You don't have to be an avid cyclist. Um, some come to us having completed rag ride before. Mm-hmm. Some haven't completed rag ride before. And they're, this is going to be their first experience of doing rag rides with the Dream Team. Mm-hmm. And that's perfectly fine. If Some people come to us without biking experience and they might help out in a support role. Like that's also a volunteer opportunity is to um, drive a vehicle to a end destination and have water and snacks for us there, provide support if someone um, you know, has a flat or something like that. And so we do have a uh, support role as well. Mm-hmm. And, um, go, oh, go, ahead. go ahead. Well, I was going to say uh, a little bit about the time commitment for volunteers. Mm. So we train three days a week and we ask our volunteers to commit to half of the training season for those five months. So it's a big commitment. Um, we don't bring on, you know, volunteers like mid-season. So we'll be signing up volunteers and finalizing our volunteer roster in February. Mm. And we want to do that because we want a really solid group of volunteers that's going to be there consistently for the youth. We try to provide that consistent foundation that the youth can rely on and see the same faces week after week throughout a season of the Dream Team. Sure. And like you mentioned, you know, if someone is listening to this podcast that isn't a cyclist, uh, I would be curious why, but they are also (laughs) could be great volunteers for this. Yep. 100%. Uh, So 21 years old or older is what we're looking for. All the other requirements that I just mentioned, and they can find information on our website on how to get started. Awesome. And I think um, this is good timing because, you know, today is January 27th. We've got the big route announcement party tomorrow night, but you need to get your volunteers in place pretty darn quick, right? Yes, it is a pretty short turnaround. So if you are at all interested, I definitely encourage you to do one of a couple things. You can go to our website. It's dreamteamdesmoines.org. And there's a um, a button there to get involved and you can click on, you know, become a volunteer and send us an email. But like you said, tomorrow's the route announcement party. We will be there. And in fact, this, this is the first time we're, we're doing this, but we're going to have like a little mini dream team campsite Ooh. set up at the route announcement party. So you can come over, see what a little, what our campsite is like, maybe throw some bags with us, ask lots of questions and, Find out if you think uh, volunteering with us would be a good fit for you. And then the day after, we've got the Iowa Bike Expo, and we'll have a booth there as well. We would love for you to to stop by and just talk our ear off and ask a bunch of questions. Yeah, and the Dream Team plays a pretty important role at the route announcement party. Do you want to share that? 
Yes, we do get the opportunity to hold up the overnight town signs. So we are like human easels, and these are <laughs> adult volunteers from our leadership group. So that's one of the perks of being on leadership is you get to participate in the route announcement party and hold up the signs. And we've been doing that for a number of years. And no, I don't know what sign I'll be holding. I have no idea what the route's going to be. I find out when everybody else does. Um, but yes, we do get to do that. So if you're watching the route announcement party, you'll see Dream Team leadership adult volunteers up on stage holding those signs. Excellent. And I think that's a huge honor to be able to be up on stage representing the Dream Team and, you know, holding somebody's town. They're probably so excited that Ragbri is coming through their town. Oh, yeah. And then afterwards, the people that are excited about that town, they want a picture with you holding the sign. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it oh, is yeah. a lot of fun. Do you get to keep the sign? Nope. Got to hand it back. <laughs> ah, yeah. I was in, uh, I won't disclose the town um, in case it's, you know, illegal, but I was in a conference room at a business and in the conference room was one of those signs with the name of that city that I was in. And the whole time I kept looking at it going, how did they get that? Did they steal that from the route announcement party? So, and I don't know the ending to this story, so I'm sorry, but I, I do wonder if people get a hold of those signs. I don't know how it ends either. Maybe <laughs> Ragbride does gift them to the town. Oh, maybe. Let's, let's just assume that rather okay. than something, you know, <laughs> something evil. Nefarious going on. We'll <laughs> yeah. <assume> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, when we talk about the Dream Team, uh, people now know if they are interested in becoming a volunteer and they're in the Des Moines area, they need to get to your website. ASAP to start the process of seeing what it's all about and maybe sending a message to uh, get to talk to somebody. But let's think about the actual dream team and maybe from years past. Do you have any good stories that you want to share? Uh, we always have good stories to share. And awesome. I love talking about the youth and even the mentors that are on our team. We have the best uh, volunteers, I believe, of any organization. I've got one youth in mind. Um, I'd love to share a story about yeah. Um, so we this is a, a girl on the team who started riding with us for the first time in 2021. Okay. She wasn't well experienced on a bicycle at all. Hadn't put in very many miles. Didn't even feel super steady on a bike. Mm. Um, so you imagine someone like that, young, signing up for a group that's going to take her on a week-long bike ride across Iowa in just wow. five short months. Wow. Um, so, yeah, these these kids impress me from the get-go when they sign up for an opportunity like this. Um, this young woman was headstrong, and she was really hard on herself. She had just set really high standards and expectations for how she should be performing, mm. even as a first-year writer. And they were so high, she often didn't meet those standards. And so she was just really hard on herself and down and depressed about it. She wouldn't accept praise or encouragement, at least at least not on the outside. Mm -hmm. You know, we would keep encouraging. We would keep sharing those words that you can do this. You're doing great. You're making progress. Look at don't look at the other youth around you and compare yourselves. Compare with yourself mm -hmm. and the, the progress you've made from last week to this week. And so we would keep saying those things, and it wouldn't look like she was accepting it. She would act like she didn't want to hear those things at all. 
But to her credit, she stuck with it. She never gave up. She wasn't willing to quit the team, even though she would talk about quitting or talk about not liking um, being on the team or didn't want to go on Ragbri, mm-hmm. even though we'd share all the fun stories about what you can look forward to. But she still stuck with it. And in fact, she had near perfect attendance. Wow. I think I think she missed one day last year is all that she missed during our five months of intense training. Wow. And that's that's a huge time commitment. She had the best attendance of anybody on the team. Hmm. And before Ragbri started, she had get this, one thousand three hundred and sixty-six miles on her bike. That uh, is train. amazing. Wow. Yeah. Very cool. So, you know, then we're like, okay, just come on Ragbri with us. You're going to love it. It's the best experience in the world. And then what was the beginning of Ragbri like last week or last year? <laughs> it was so hot. Oh. It was ridiculously hot and humid. It was our first, you know, Ragbri that we've had in the pandemic and some events and activities were kind of more spaced out. There was a little less to do. It, so on the fun meter, it was a little bit lower than in years <laughs> past. And so, you know, and, and she just, she wasn't feeling it. Even at the start of Ragbri, usually you see a this immediate change in every single youth on the team. Once you hit Ragbri and you're just, just immersed in this crowd mm-hmm. of like-minded, enthusiastic cyclists, it just changes everything. And for this young woman... It didn't. She wasn't really feeling it. And in fact, she was ready to go home when we were in Fort Dodge. Oh, no. Um, and that's early on, right? And that for us was also family night. So what that means for Dream Team is we have a family night on Ragbri where we invite parents, grandparents, and whoever from your family to come up to or to come to the overnight town, pick up your child and take them out to eat, take them to the expo, go sit down in a restaurant, look at the sights and sounds, see what it's like to be in a ragbri overnight town so that it's really hard to describe it, right? If mm-hmm. you're if you're a teenager and you're trying to tell your parent what ragbri is like and they've never experienced it, you just it's hard to describe. So we, this is an opportunity for them to bring some family into it and and see what it's like. And so this was happening in Fort Dodge and the downside is when your parent is there with a car with air conditioning <laughs> and you have the opportunity to ride in that AC car and go home, it's hard to pass up. Yeah. And she was, she was done. She was like, Nope, I am going home tonight. I've called my mom. I've texted her. I'm going home. And something happened that night. She was talking to her mom and she had this, realization this epiphany that we are not forcing her to stay Mm -hmm. she does have the ability to say i'm out i'm going and that we didn't have we weren't making her stay we all wanted her to stay because we believed in her and she had that realization and she decided to tough it out she let her mom go home she stayed i'm really proud to say that every single Dream Team rider stayed that night. It's a tough night when your family's there mm-hmm. and you just you want to go home. You're homesick and it's it's as hot as it was, um, but 
they all toughed it out and they finished the entire week. Every single youth that started the week with us finished. And this young lady was one of them. And I couldn't be more proud of her for making that decision. And on top of that, we're sitting around camp later on in the week on Rag Brian. One of the things we do is just debrief the day. Mm-hmm. You know, what was exciting? What crazy bicycle did you see out on the route or crazy costume? And uh, what was a highlight? And this young lady raised her hand to say something. We're all kind of like, oh, oh, go ahead. You know, because she's kind of quiet. And she articulated to us what I just told you, that epiphany that she had. And, her, and she articulated to the whole group how she had this realization that we all believed in her and that she's now having a good time and she wants to finish the week. And not only did she change her mind from not wanting to finish Rag Rye in 2021, she said, I'm coming back next year. Wow. And she did. She signed up for... 2022 and to top it all off not only did she talk to our our camp there on ragbrite she gave the exact same talk in front of everybody at a year-end banquet that she has she stood up in front of an audience with a microphone and wow. articulated her change and i just i get goosebumps thinking about it it's it's really cool yeah and i would be so curious um to talk to you in a year and you to be able to say, here's how she, you know, her demeanor was before she got comfortable on a bike. And here she is two years later, you know, as a young woman and full of whatever confidence, great attitude. I can already, you know, I can already feel our next podcast interview happening right now. (laughs) (laughs) You know what, we could do that. And just we could, I could pick a 13 year old. And we could just talk about that 13 year old all the way up through you know, 18 yeah. when they finish the program with us. And that would be enough to keep the podcast going for five years. Right, right. Um, you know, a lot of people, I guess I, I didn't specify this, but half of our roster are return writers. Oh, okay. So half of it is uh, new and then half is returning. And um, so that's really cool because those returning writers, you get to see them develop from year to year. And they start to show leadership skills and qualities that they are then sharing with the other newer mm-hmm. writers that are on the team. Um, so that is certainly one of the benefits of this program is that, you know, you see leadership skills developing. You see greater confidence in everyone that participates in the team. Uh, we hear from parents that there's a new uh, willingness or boldness to try new things mm. after they go through this program. Just it comes from that confidence that they have. We've had kids that are healthier now. They've been able to like safely reduce medications that they were on. Oh yeah. Uh, they've made lifelong friends on the team. So the impact is truly a lifelong, life-changing event for the kids on the team. Yeah. To think about somebody at that age you know, having to commit to workouts three times a week to week to being, you know, in a program for five months, and then the epicness of biking, uh, sometimes almost 500 miles in seven days, like a lot of adults can't say that they could do that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And so do any of these kids, um, you know, once they turn 18, and maybe they go off to college or find a job or whatever, do any of them ever come back and become volunteers? Yes, some do. And which is always a thrill. Um, so like I said, the, the requirement is 21. And you graduate out of the program at 18. Mm-hmm. So there's 
a little window there where you don't just graduate and then turn right around and start volunteering. So, um, but it's, it, some do come back and it's always a joy to have someone who's graduated from the program, benefited from it so much, and then reach out to you and say, Hey, I want to give back now and I want to volunteer. Yeah. That does happen occasionally. And that's just really cool. Cool. And speaking of volunteers, we should give a shout out to Scott Matter, who does all kinds of great things for Ragbri and for his hometown in Linton. And he's also a volunteer on the Dream Team, isn't he? He is. Yes, he joined us last year. I don't know if he knew what he was getting himself into. (laughs) Um, But once he saw what we were all about and and he was impacted by the youth as much as I am and other adults uh, who are impacted by this program just as much as the youth are. I think he was hooked. He's hooked 100% and he's back this year and doing even more uh, for the team than he has in the past. Awesome. It's, and it's exciting to have Scott on board. Yeah, sure. and we'll get to see him tomorrow at the route announcement party. So that'll be exciting yeah. too. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So uh, whether you have a child who wants to maybe be part of the dream team or you want to be a volunteer, tell us again which website to go to and how to get involved. Okay. So you would go to dreamteamdemoine.org and just browse around on there. There's a lot to see. But there's also a Get Involved button at the top. Mm. And once you click on that, you can click on a button to say, I want to be a writer. So if, if you're listening and you know of a, if you maybe have a son or daughter or maybe a grandchild or you know a teenager in your life that could benefit from this team, then you can go to the website and send us an email to say, hey, this person I think would be a great young person on your team. And that'll start that process. Mm -hmm. We do actually go through a vetting process. We get um, referrals involved. It's not just, Hey, I want to be on the team and we accept them. We go through a referral process because we are looking for um, specific youth. And Mm -hmm. in fact, I might go off on a tangent. If I could talk about that for just a little bit. Um, But uh, I should mention the age group. So people are wanting to refer youth. They, They need to be, um, a teenager, 13 to 18 years old. They can actually be 12 when we start the season, but they need to be 13 by the time Ragbri hits. So mm-hmm. if they're, you know, going to be 13 by the by the end of July, then they would qualify um, age-wise. Again, they have to be in Central Iowa, able to get downtown Des Moines three times a week. Um, they need to be in school, uh, willing to work hard, willing to stay substance-free throughout the entirety of our program. And then there's a wide range of reasons a youth would qualify. It's really hard to put that into words. Um, But these are typically um, teenagers that could really use a positive influence in Mm -hmm. their lives. Mm -hmm. Um, So typically they wouldn't have the opportunity to participate in RAGBRAI otherwise. That could be for financial reasons, could be to family challenges at home, possibly other things they're struggling with. We've had We've had youth on the team that are on the autism spectrum. They've Mm. been dealing with social anxiety. Maybe they're bullied at school. Some of them have had run-ins with the law. Maybe they're struggling to make good choices or they're kind of running around with the wrong crowd. I think of one young man who, after his first year, he was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes. And then he had the decision after, you know, kind of being new to this, could he do us another year with us? And after consulting with his doctor and his parents and, and with us, he decided to go for it. Mm. 
And man, I was so impressed with this young man. He overcame a lot. He learned how to listen to his body. Um, uh, mentors had to make some changes and make sure that we had adequate equipment and supplies to help this young man be successful and safe out on the road. But he did it and he's done multiple years and he's coming back again this year. And it's just stories like that that keep us coming back. And it's um, so there are, there's a wide range of reasons why a youth can be on a team. But we do go through that referral process. A lot of times that referral comes from like a school counselor, um, a nonprofit organization, someone in their life that can tell us why this student would be a good fit for the program. Awesome. So all that can be started w- with an email from our website. Um, and then uh, volunteering, like we talked about, we're definitely looking for cycling volunteers. If mm-hmm. you're listening and, and it piques your interest at all, I really hope that you check out our website and maybe come talk to us tomorrow or the next day at the mm-hmm. Bike Expo. And, and we would love to engage with you and see if you would be a fit for the team. But that process can also be started on our website. Mm-hmm. And then um, the, the same website, dreamteamdemoines.org, they can uh, donate online there. And they can also find links to all of our social media accounts, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, etc. Um, so if you want to follow us along, get some positive news in their news feed and share some words of encouragement along the way, that's a, a great way for them to participate as well. Yeah, and there's there's plenty of listeners that are not from the Des Moines area. So I think it's key that, you know, if they're really interested in this and seeing youth, you know, go to such a good event like RAGBRAI, it's very mm-hmm. easy to donate to the Dream Team. And I, I'm sure that everyone's made the assumption, but this is a nonprofit organization. Um, we got to give a shout out to Greeny again for coming up with this idea 25 years ago. But donating is probably just as important for people to, you know, invest a few dollars in this organization so that it can keep going. Yes, 100%. And I want to say some thank yous to organizations, too. You mentioned Greeny, and, of course, RAGBRAI has been helping us from day one. Mm-hmm. Bike World, we couldn't do it without them, and the bicycles that they help provide. I haven't even shared this story yet, but um, I did mention the youth don't need any money or resources to join the team when they complete the season. So they have to go through all of our training. They have to do every day of RAGBRAI. And when I say every day of RAGBRAI, I mean every mile. We do, Dream Team doesn't ever sag. We nice. we do every hill, every headwind. We go through the heat. We go through the rain. We do it all. We don't sag. We complete every mile. And then when the team reaches the Mississippi River and does that ceremonial dip of the front tire mm-hmm. in that river, then that bike that they've been borrowing all season long, it's a brand new Trek bicycle from Bike World. That bike becomes theirs. They just wow, and so they get to take that home with them, and the pride of owning that bike, and pride of completing Ragbri all on their own, and and a bunch of other cool swag too. They get to keep their helmet and all the cool jerseys that they've got, the water bottles, and and so it's just really neat in that sense. And I can't thank uh, Bike World enough for the support they have, but they offer to help make that happen. And then I mentioned. we start our training in March, and it's a little cold to be riding outside right. in March. So that'd be a fast way to um, get rid of the team. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna ride in sub freezing temperatures. So 
Um, we actually start with indoor training at the Wilmark YMCA. And so they're another charter sponsor of ours and they help make it make it possible and they provide the facility and um, they provide volunteers to help run spin classes and cardio classes and all that. So just couldn't do it without those organizations. And we also have, I think I mentioned Dot Dash Meredith. They let us keep our bikes in a warehouse. Mm. And then there's all sorts of like biking teams like Des Moines Cycle Club, Quad Cities Bicycle Club, Cedar Valley Cyclists. Like these groups love the Dream Team and they help um, donate money. And, and in addition to countless individuals that uh, donate money every year to help this nonprofit just keep going. And it's just, it's been going for 25 years strong and we want to see it continue for another 25 years. Yes, for sure. And it's quite a visual when you're actually on RAGBRAI and you see the entire team together with their dream team jerseys and how much fun they're having and just knowing what it took for them to get to that moment, you know, whether it's hitting the Mississippi river on the last day, you know, for a group photo, but it's really impactful. Yes, and that's what keeps us as mentors coming back. Yeah. Um, because it's it's a big time commitment, but when you have when you have that feeling of seeing all these youth that you've been pouring time into for five months, and you see them, you see them struggle, and you see them want to give up, but then you see the highs too. You see the tears of joy of the hill you just overcame or the distance that you just rode your bike that you never thought you could. And then at the end of a week of RAGBRAI, um, if you've ever seen this, it's cool. We ride our bikes two by two. So it's like a, a single file line, but double wide. Mm-hmm. And we we do that for about a, the last mile or half mile through the Mississippi River. And we've got a chant that we're all saying out loud. And that is just our our finale to the season and it brings tears to your eyes and joy and pride. And it's, it's what keeps the mentors coming back um, year after year. Yeah. I'm it's... actually thinking of one in particular, if I could share another story. Yeah. Um, so um, I'm thinking of a mentor now that she came to us last year uh, for the first time and often mentors, um, in addition to joining the team with the goal of helping the youth, uh, oftentimes they'll also have their own personal goals that they bring along with. Like like I said before, not everyone has completed RAGBRAI before. Um, and so this per- person had a personal goal of wanting to conquer a hill that had been a challenge for her in the Des Moines area. Mm. Um, There's kind of like an underlying health issue that made climbing hills a real challenge. And the hill I'm talking about is the hill up to the Saylorville Lake Dam. And so this hill has, she's always had to stop going up this hill whenever she's kind of on her own doing a training ride. And it was her mission that she was going to make it to the top without having to stop. Ah, okay. So she was on the dream team. And it was cool to have this personal goal that you can share, right? We're getting, we're mentoring, we're coaching, we're doing life alongside them we're showing the youth how to overcome a challenge and part of that is just being real and open and honest and what are your personal wants and what are you struggling with and so she was able to share this and make connections with the youth and and so through i can't remember when it was in the season if it was you know maybe a little over halfway through but she had her first time of 
of making it up that hill. And it was thanks to all the training that she had done with the team since we put in a lot of time. And I just remember like the, the thrill and the tears of joy and the excitement about um, making that personal accomplishment. Oh, yeah. And I can picture yeah. all of the, the team just cheering her on and being excited yep. for her. Yep. And she's back again this year. But I can tell you it's it's not because of that personal victory over the hill, as cool as that is. Um, <laughs> it's really because of her the impact that, that she knows that she's made on the youth and inversely the the impact that the youth have on us. I can't I can't overstate uh, the impact that the dream team has on our adult volunteers, myself included. It's just a phenomenal experience. Wow. And gosh, congrats on twenty five years of being the dream team. I mean, that's just an amazing uh, accomplishment. You know, again, shout out to Greeny for coming up with the idea and the fact that it's lasted this long. Are any like ways that you're going to celebrate your 25th anniversary? Yeah. So um, we always end the season with a celebration, like a victory banquet, where we bring the team back together and we give out awards and we just celebrate what they accomplished that year. And we're going to do that again, but after that um, banquet, we're going to have one again later in the season that's going to be a y'all come back. If you've ever participated on the Dream Team as a writer or as a volunteer, we want everyone to come back and celebrate 25 years of the Dream Team. And so that's going to be happening Later in the season, we don't even have a date yet, but we'll be getting the word out about that on social media. So if anybody's listening who's ever been affiliated with the Dream Team, definitely be on the lookout for that. Um, but then I would encourage everyone who's listening, if you can make it to the Iowa Bike Expo um, on Saturday, we are going to have an unveiling at 11 a.m. So you want to find more booth. At 11 a.m., there's going to be a crowd gathered there. We're going to unveil a special edition 25-year anniversary logo and talk a little bit more about our 25th uh, year as a team. Excellent. So, okay, so this Saturday at the Bike Expo at 11 o'clock a.m.? You got it. Okay, so find the Dream Team booth and get there before 11. That is awesome. Well, Brian, um, I don't know, was there anything else that we needed to touch on? Oh, I could talk about the dream team for another couple hours. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, uh, I guess we can save that for, you know, one-on-one -on -one stories if they want to come out and see us at the announcement party or the bike yeah, expo. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for coming back on the podcast. And I look forward to celebrating the dream team in 2022 on RideBry. Thank you so much. I'm looking forward to it, too. It's going to be a great year. Yes. And we're excited to, to be able to serve these youth again for another season. Sounds great. Thanks. All right. Thanks, Murph. Well, listeners, that is it for this week. We both want to thank you for tuning in to listen to the Just Go Bike podcast. And if you'd like to contact us with a comment about the podcast, or maybe you have a topic in mind, you can reach us at justgobikepodcast at gmail.com, or you can also follow us on social media at Just Go Bike on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. 
please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast, especially if you're a fan. And if you have any extra time, pop on over to the Morphology Podcast for more bike adventure interviews. All right, that's a wrap. We'll be back next week. Until then, just just go bike. bike!